everybody. Welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast, episode 129. Professional as always. We're brilliant. That's amazing. You know, it seems like I always cut out right at the beginning, doesn't it? I don't know. Maybe you were just giving it a dramatic pause. I don't know. I don't know, but it was amazing. Well, you want to restart again? Start no, again. fuck no. We're going with this. We're rolling. We're going. Love it. Hi. Welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast, everybody. Episode 129. We could, we could, and we're continuing. Anyway, you can, of course, reach. <laughs> oh, God, it's a disaster. At punk till I die 77 at Gmail. What's that? <laughs> Nothing you cut out again. <laughs> you fucking totally cut out again. <laughs> I'm so frustrated. Like, you can reach us at email. You can, you can complain. <laughs> I say you can complain about the sound quality at punk till I die 77 at Gmail. Did that come through? That was beautiful, actually. That was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Loud and clear. Yeah. Okay. Or, of course, you can reach out to us at Punk Till I Die Podcast on Facebook or our Punk Till I Die Podcast group on Facebook or whatever you want. Yeah, look up Punk Till I Die 77. Um, and let me give you an update on the T-shirts. So we got our new T-shirts in. They kick ass. Um, we've sold pretty much half of them. Half of them are paid for already. So I shipped out the first six today. Uh, we've got... So we've got... We've got larges and extra larges left, I believe. So um, if you want one, contact us through the email uh, or contact us on Facebook to let us know that you would uh, that you would like one. But I wouldn't I wouldn't wait around too long because these are going to be gone. I would say probably by the time we get back from punk rock bowling, I'd imagine they'll all be gone. So you'll we want to get on we, this in the next few days. Much every, did pretty much everybody who dibs get back here? About half the people did. Okay. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So, 11 people, actually, no, 12, who dibsed have gotten back to us. So, there's about okay. 9 people who did not. So, if I'll they want the shirts, uh, Punkle Biscuits, Ryan, Fred Galigos, Rich okay. Vegas, Soren, Chris Allen, and Matt. If you want, you, oh, you Matt, yes, hello, Matt. Um, I'll take him off that list. Uh, if you want shirts, you better get a hold of me and uh, you know, and let's get this thing paid and let's get these things sent out because I plan to send all the ones I have orders for. I plan to get them sent out by Wednesday. So that's that's fast service because, right there. Because Thursday you're jumping on a big, big, big old jet airliner, right? Yep, we are going to be jetting out to Vegas and we'll be at Punk Rock Bowling for four days. Right, Tom? Well, let me let me introduce our our guest. And oh yeah, we have a guest. guest. Sorry, he's Matt. Pal we come have hang out with us, right, Neil? Yes, sir. So he's actually making his third appearance, keeping pace with our pal Ricky Frankel. What can I say about this guy? <laughs> he owns he owns part of a record label. He he owns a record label. He owns a record store. Yep. He owns a restaurant. He has two homes. What else can we say about this guy, Neil? He's basically the, the Donald Trump of Central Indiana. He's right? fucking the Lord. He's the Lord of Logansport. He's the Lord of Logansport. He is. He's the Lord of Logansport. It's Matt Matt Swisher from Failure Records and Tapes. Oh my God! What's my other home? The, the New business, fucking which, camper you, on the river. I, I know you have a you have a cabin out in the woods or something, right? <laughs> That's his stabbing you, cabin. I have a, yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's a, less it's a, a trailer a, along the Tippecanoe River is all it oh, is. So it's less a home than more a rape shack. Is what I'm <laughs> yeah. That was a really good B-52 song. Rape shack? Yeah. Rape shack. Got me a trailer next to the river. Yeah. <laughs> so you were you were saying in like our little pre-interview thing that we were doing together that I uh, 
we had a lot to talk about. And I fucking totally spaced it. We were all supposed to be flying out to punk rock bowling together here in about four or five days, and I bailed. Yeah, why did you so bail I again? I was going to ask tickets. you. So we never, I never asked you for sure. I never confirmed whether or not you were going. So you are not going. No, and I had tickets before you guys and was like, we got to go. Let's all go together. You had tickets for last year, right? You had tickets for last year, man, or for the spring? I've gone, yeah, I've gone twice, I think, and then it got refunded last year. It was very cool the way they did the refund because they, back then when they canceled it for COVID the first time, they they literally just sent you a check in the mail from the Stern Brothers, which was kind of a neat neat refund. It said punk rock bowling on it and everything. But, um, no, then I got tickets for this year right away, not really knowing, you know, how overwhelming uh, the new business would be. And I just can't, man. I can't. Katya and I cannot get away for three days and then feel bad because our kids are swept up into all this anyways. So then to just find somebody and say, all right, Grandma, they're yours for three days. We're going to Vegas and Hey, employees, mm. run this business. You know, we're just not there yet. We will be soon, but not yet. Hmm. See, we're 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 our kids are older. Where it's like my kids, are like I'm like, don't throw a party while we're gone. <laughs> no, please right. do. No, I know, and I <laughs> I know, but but you mine know, are, mine are ten and seven. It's it's funny because yeah, it, it was I was I was looking forward to meeting up with you. I, I haven't it, you know when you open your new business, which we're going to talk about. I swear, we really. Hmm. Kind of figured at the end of like in a few years, Neil and I would put out T-shirts. It'd be like the Punk Till I Die World Tour, and like every stop would be in Logansport, like once a year. You know, like that. (laughs) All of his new, all of his new businesses. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, Got the restaurant, the brewery. Yeah. And when you opened the new one, I actually, I, I kind of was, I like surprised my wife. I'm like, hey, we're gonna go to, let's go down. I don't remember when the weekend you opened, but you were doing a bunch of door prizes and stuff. And I said to my wife, hey, let's. Let's go down there, and I had it all planned out. I'm like, I'll take you to that great Cuban joint in Rochester, and we'll try out the new place, and blah blah blah. And I, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I pulled the plug love. on him again. On my whole <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, Neil, or, and it's funny because every time Tom, every time you drop out, Neil goes, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so if, you hear, if you hear Neil giggle or go. Mm, that, that means you dropped that out. That means you dropped out. Yeah. In fact, I'm just I gonna just, I'm just gonna start using the code word when you've dropped out. I just don't <laughs> know what the technical difficulty is. I mean, do we have to like drive to like a neutral spot and sit in like a Tim Hortons and do every show live from now on, or what? I, I just don't know. You're... Maybe so. Yeah. But, uh, to, to your point, so I actually had this. I had an idea that you guys would like be at the grand opening and like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. broadcasting yeah. live from the grand opening. I don't know yeah. how it would have worked because, again, it's just so. Well, hold, and new. Oh, like, oh, hold, hold on, Matt. So man, and Matt. that seemed like a lot of fun, Matt. But the thing was, I'm like, Matt doesn't need to babysit us. He's too busy. That part of me said, you know what? It's too much. It's too much for him to have to. Because then he's going to try to be accommodating us. And I'm like, you got to worry about your own stuff, you know? Well, Matt, that's I, mean, I, I would have just kicked it to you. What's up, Neil? Matt, so why don't you introduce to the uh, listeners what exactly your new business is? We've talked about it, but we, we haven't we haven't talked about what it is. So, as far as they remember, we did a live show from the old record farm, and it was attached yeah. to the theater. So, tell us, you well, know, in, you introduce guys, from there. Why don't we talk about the record farm first? Because actually, I don't even think we talked. I think Neil and I maybe talked about it briefly. On the show, but we didn't even, I don't think we've talked to you since you consolidated the record farm. So that was your first move, right? 
or, or or you bought a building. Maybe that was your first move. I don't know. Tell us. Yeah, tell us the history, man. The, the tell first us your moves. move was that <laughs> I, I'm very limited on my moves. The uh, the first <laughs> the first move, I guess, was that my wife and I purchased a building in uh, beautiful downtown Logansport that we had had our eyes on for like literally 20 years. I think we first looked at this building. Uh, I don't even know if we were married yet, so at least 15 years ago. We looked at it, and we probably looked at it like three different times. And It's a really cool building, man. It's, it's three-story, and you get a really big parking lot with it. Uh, it's three-story, but it's kind of narrow, so it's like a bunch of usable space. It's not like a huge warehouse where we're not like using it all. Um, and at the same time, I bought it with the idea to move the record farm into like the front third of it. The lease was up in Rochester, and we had a really good employee in Rochester, and she wanted to leave to go work for this, like, interior design company. So we were, like, without a really good employee, and uh, our lease was up. So it's like, oh, man, this would be a cool time to combine two little record stores into one normal-sized record store. And then with the remaining two-thirds of the building – uh, our initial idea was we were just going to rent it to a uh, brewery, like an established brewery, and they could put in like a tasting room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And, and we, 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 we didn't reach out to a ton, maybe half a dozen or maybe eight, uh, and had some dialogue back and forth with like uh, People's Brewery out of Lafayette, Indiana, and then Sun King out of Indianapolis. Uh, actually, bounced the ball back and forth with us probably the most, but ended up not being interested because they had a tasting room in nearby Kokomo. So <laughs> as, you, as you guys know, my wife's got a catering business and we were kind of like, you know, if we rent this room to somebody else, we're now, you know, we're, we, there's a really good chance we may, may not be happy with what they're doing or satisfied with the way they're doing it. Um, maybe we could open a bar that's focused on craft beer and we could be like a tasting room for multiple Indiana breweries and, and some Illinois and Ohio and Michigan. And then I had all the arcade games, as you guys have seen out in the shop. Yeah, so yeah. I'm kind of yep. in that, I'm in that world and I've kind of like flipped those and, and, you know, buy and trade those. So it's like, let's just do like a craft beer arcade. I don't want to call it a barcade because I legitimately got a cease and desist letter in the mail from, the actual barcade that's out in Colorado, I guess. Oh fuck them! And we I think it's a, barcade. It might be a. It might be a franchise even. That barcade might it be is. a franchise because I've seen. I've seen that. It somewhere. is, but I'm pretty sure the cease and desist came from Colorado. I oh. thought barcade was like fucking was like fucking Kleenex. Like I know Kleenex is a brand, but <laughs> we all just call Kleenex as fucking Kleenexes, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, a newspaper called us a barcade, and then some magazine called us a barcade, and then that, and then they found out they were nice about it. We just hmm. had to like go into our social media and remove that term. Hmm. Well, you, yeah, you gotta be, basically what we are. You gotta be careful, Matt. Never Craft cross, beer, never wine. cross uh, big tissue. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That's what she said. What uh, another means. victory yeah. for big tissue. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so basically, it's called bonus pints. Bonus pints. Uh, not bogus pints. Yep, bonus pints. <laughs> no, bonus <laughs> Well, not boner pints either, Neil. Okay. <laughs> Bonus pints. It's like 12 craft beers on tap, probably another, I don't know, 36 craft beers in cans and bottles, uh, short wine selection, 
light, pretty much mostly light food, a little heavy food like smoked pork chops and uh, sandwiches and stuff. And it's all ages. Well, so is that and we is, probably got. So is that downstairs but, or something? Because you still got the you get the record store in there as well, right? So what's how's the layout if it's on three floors? So the the it's a long rectangle. Okay. And it's twenty six hundred square feet. So the record farm. No, I'm sorry, it's twenty seven hundred square feet. So the record farm is like a um, thousand square foot, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the uh, bonus pints is like the remaining seventeen hundred square feet. So, but it's all you're only using the bottom floor at this point. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm, gotcha. I'm, gotcha. I'm moving up to the second floor. I've got some retailers for the second floor. Nice. Well, I'll tell you I'm what, man. Into like As usual, we're going like we, we don't have any sense of pace. We haven't played a song yet. So, so Matt and I picked our songs. We're sort of inspired by the fact that the Miss, uh, Metallica, the Mighty Metallica, is playing the Metro in Chicago tonight. For those of you who don't know, or venue that holds about a thousand people, that was a terrible fucking segue, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. That was pretty bad. Yeah. It was a <laughs> it is well, and then he, then he, then he right? dropped out of half of it. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the metro was a the metro was a club in Chicago. Holds about eleven, twelve hundred people. So it's one of the smaller yeah. shows Metallica's probably played in thirty. Oh, they, they, thirty plus they years. Right? Their, they haven't played there since nineteen eighty three. Right. Thirty eight years. Yeah. Yes. So it was a real surprise too. That was like a last minute thing. Tickets went on sale this morning at nine, and I guess the 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 uh, line uh, was like. From from the metro down to like Wrigley or something like that, and then back around well, again, back around the block cash, again. It was cash only, twenty bucks. Yep, twenty bucks. Um, Metallica. Insane, really. Yeah, but cool. Now the funny thing would be if they just played some of the shitty newer stuff. I'll pick songs that, 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 that were inspired be by Metallica. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna play the entire. I didn't scene realize that album. they'd been open that long. The metro's been open since before nineteen eighty three. Huh? I did not know that. Yeah, it used to, you know what, it used to be, because uh, this is funny, it's funny you mention this, because my friend uh, Tony, one of the original Chicago Rockabilly crew, actually sent me a video of the Blasters and Carl Perkins playing, it wasn't called the Metro then, it was called something different, but it Cab- was the same. Cabaret. It, it's yeah. Metro Cabaret. Well, yeah. no, it was called something different again from that. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but anyway, it was the same venue. So this, the venue has been there. It's just changed names a couple times, but it was pretty cool seeing those guys back in like '82 watching the Blasters. The Blasters' first album had just come out, so that was actually a pretty cool, pretty cool video. I don't know where the hell he got it from. It's on YouTube somewhere. Maybe I'll maybe I'll post it if any Blasters mm. fans out there. Anyway, yeah, the Metro's been around for a while. Yeah, I guess I I guess I I knew that. I guess I knew the building itself, but I didn't know it had been called the Metro that long. Well, I, I maybe went. Maybe it has been. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I went to it the first time I went to it was '84, so when it was the Metro okay. then. So yeah, it's been a while. Super cool. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, Tom was saying uh, Metallica in on, honor of Metallica playing there. You guys are gonna play like what Metallica themed songs or something? Songs that Metallica covered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we yeah. don't want to. You know, we don't want to get sued by those litigious bastards, right? I already forget. I already forgot which one I picked. <laughs> I got it. Uh, Diamond Head. Apparently, what was the punk one? I picked a punk one too. Let's do the punk one first. X, yeah, uh, you. Oh no, no, you did Diamond Head. I did a Misfits you did one too. Di- no, I, yeah, I said we should do the Misfits, but I didn't want to do Last Caress. I want to do Skulls. 
All right. Well, there yeah, we you go. You want to do skulls? You want to? You did ready? I only pick one song? No, you did Social D. Remember to annoy yeah. Matt. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. All right. Forget it. All right. Let's do that Misfit song first, so people don't get put off right away. <laughs> all right. All right. This is. Oh, they uh, are already. I'm sure. Yeah. Now they love it. Um, this is the Misfits, obviously, with uh, skulls. by the misfits i mean everybody knows that if you don't know that i think you're probably in the wrong show to tell you the truth the great man when one time so so every every year some maybe not this year to be honest with you every year some sort of incarnation of a danzig something plays uh riot fest something danzig whether it's sam hain or the misfits or danzig or whatever but one year he was there and they did a uh like a short misfits thing was like i think it was like doyle yep i saw that like, is it tommy victor from prong is in his band his tommy and victor's his regular Dantic. guitar player yeah 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 and they did a short set they did skulls and it was great man it was it was really cool that's the first time i'd seen anything like misfits like I don't. Bands, like, I, I don't think there was anything misfits like this year because because it just ended right because it was no. it was Sunday no, Saturday and Friday there was no there was no misfits well, the love the well, what's this thing to Misfits right. this year was Alkaline Trio? <laughs> no, the uh, we, I, I saw that man, and the funny thing was that wasn't on one of the huge stages. No. It was on it was on one of those kind of narrow stages where there was you could actually get pretty close. Because I saw, I remember Suicidal played that same stage, but um, I saw that same thing, that same show in a club. That was a really cool show. Yeah, Doyle came out. They played a half hour of Misfits songs. It was fun. Yeah, it was very cool, man. And you're right, Tom. It was a I small could never, stage. I don't think I could ever do like the. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like kidnap- it sounds like someone's kidnapped you sometimes, Tom, and dragged you away from the microphone. <laughs> I mean, it, it's so irritating to me, Neil. This technology thing. This is what's gonna. This is what's gonna break up the band. You know, like the Beatles. The reason they quit playing live is because they couldn't. 
the technology just wasn't there for them to play over the screaming masses. That's, I mean, we don't have the freaking technology in 2021 to make a recording remotely. I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. It's funny, too, because Neil won't let it go. Like, Neil won't, like, just jump, chime in. Neil has to laugh or go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to just roll with it like it didn't happen. Yeah, well, I, I do that sometimes, too. Um, I've, oh, yeah, did you see? I that's Danzig, is, isn't is he doing a residency in Vegas? Oh, he's doing one night, at least, in Vegas, right? Didn't I see that? He's doing, uh, he's, he's doing his I, Elvis thing? Yeah. They did a big festival in Vegas, Ooh. and they played the entire Danzig. They they did a festival in Vegas called Psycho Las Vegas, and I know they did the whole second album. Oh no, no, he's doing no, he's doing a he's doing a Danzig sings Elvis. Thing yeah, in that's Vegas. that's a, that's in L.A. He's doing two shows, and he's doing like in the little place, like the '68 comeback special. It's like uh, four hundred bucks. Oh, okay, wow, pretty impressive. Holy fuck! Yeah. You guys both hated that, right? You hated the Elvis cover I did album. Not like just yeah, terrible. He just he, the thing was, it could have been so good. He just phoned it in. I mean, it was terrible. Did you guys like the Willie Nelson cover? That you are always on my mind. I love that song. Oh no! Wait, was it that on there? I yeah, love it was. It that was. song. Love that song. It's a great song. Yeah, I thought he did a good job on that one. So Elvis must have written or recorded that at some point too. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah no, he did. Yeah. He did a fantastic version of that. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Was that originally a Willie song, though? I, I guess I don't know. know who did it first. I don't know, actually. It's you know, Willie Nelson has made... His quality control is not really there, I don't think, either. Just keeps making albums. Oh, He's like no. 80-something. Just keeps cranking them out. Yeah, dude, if I love Willie Nelson. I grew up with Willie Nelson. But if you watch anything live he's done in the last 30 years, man, I think it's freaking rough he is so he sings so far behind the beat i don't ever want to go see him live he just I, he, he yeah, just sort I, of dances around the melody and it's like you know it's not like you were always on my mind he'll be like you were always on my mind so he like, so here you go here you go so it was written by wayne carson johnny christopher and mark james First released by Gwen McRae okay. in 1972. Brenda Lee released a version in 72. And Elvis released his version in 72. So, mm. Oh, okay. And, okay. Then, and then Willie Nelson did it in 82. So there you go. Okay. It's, so, it's so funny. I listen to this radio station sometime on the weekends that plays the old Casey Kasem Top 40 Countdowns. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This last week was from like nine, and you know, guys like Willie Nelson and Eddie Rabbit were like the biggest pop stars in America. It's really, it was really amazing, honestly. Well, so I don't know if you guys heard any of that, but I tell you what, Tom, no, not most of it. <laughs> are, are, are you are you bring are you bringing your laptop to Vegas by any chance? I wasn't planning on it, no. Because if I mean, I could try and do some surgery on it, or we could smash it in the pool. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We'll drown it. I, I might. I, I thought Neil was going to say, because if you are, uh, please hop out on the tarmac real quick and shove it under the fucking plane wheels. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. We'll, we'll, we'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out. We'll, yeah. Because it didn't used to be this way. It didn't used to be this way at all. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's didn't something to do with Skype. Way, yeah, it didn't yeah, used to I be yeah. I'm thinking it's something to do with <laughs> Skype on your us. machine. Yeah. It is frustrating, though, because especially when we throw out a lot of one-liners and if they get cut off, you lose them, you know? Yep. That's never, it. Mm-hmm. never to come back. Yeah. You know, I was going to, I was well, going to, 
I was going to make a comment about like I've never I haven't had your wife's cooking, but I can tell that she's a really good cook because much like myself, I've watched you grow over the last few years, man. Like that, <laughs> like that kind of one line, right? That one, that one came through loud and clear. Matt's wife is a lovely woman. Hosted us there. You go. Hosted us at their place last year, and I, uh, I hope we can get back down there. Honestly, I don't, I don't know. The the year has been so busy, man. It's like we go months without doing anything, and then there's like fifty things lined up. You know? Yeah, that's true. Like no, October, I know. I know. Well, but so I'm bummed, I'm bummed that we're not going to see you in Vegas. I didn't see you with the Zero Boys. It's like I, that. That was the time I was in Indiana earlier this year. So I don't know, Matt. Well, what are we and I do. Up? I told I told Neil before you hopped on the pre-interview, and I do mean this. I know we're making fun of you a lot, Tom, but I That's and right. we should. But yes, I do apologize, right. man, because we were all very much locked together and talking a lot and in communication nonstop and you helped me do a lot of PR for like two or three releases in a row and you guys brought me on the podcast early and I really do appreciate that I don't take any of it for granted I just got so fucking busy and I apologize because I no, I do, I, do I feel bad man we used to talk in our little group feed all the time and now you guys will be talking and I'll barely even chime in but well, uh, it, it is. I'm not, che- it I'm is not cheating on you with a different <laughs> podcast. You, you slut. So you podcast slut. That like, it is true. <laughs> Johnny Rotten or something. Like, you couldn't get past the time to commit to a time. Um, but I assume that was more, I mean, you did all the, you did most of the rehab on that building yourself, right? I mean, this is just, you just were working. You were doing your day job and then just going to work for some more, right? Yeah, so like, we bought it in November, and uh, November, December is really busy for my wife's catering, but February, I'm sorry, January, February, and a little bit of March is not as busy. And my wife, uh, you know, she grew up out around here. You guys have been here before. It's, it's God's country. She, you know, threw, threw bales of hay around and, and had to milk cows and stuff as a kid. So she's a hardworking chick. So during her time, off of like not a whole lot of catering she was in there you know ripping out walls with the contractor and that kind of helped us save some money you know not to to bring in a couple other skilled laborers katia would help chris who's done all does all of our construction for us so she did a ton of the construction and then i would kind of take vacation days and i would come in there when i got off work and uh yeah it's a labor of love i know you see me throwing around the long live the network tagline down here but that is a big part of it just you know get a hold of all your buddies man if you know one that does hvac you don't even get a quote you know you just use him if you got an electrician friend you don't even get a quote and and they may cost more i don't know but you just use your friends because then once you're open those are the people that are in there you know patronizing the place and then but the thing is when they do something you gotta you know you gotta pony up and uh, try to help them so when so you when was when was the grand opening and is everything is everything kind of complete you have the you have the whole thing complete now and people can come in and yeah every, browse every, and... everything on the first floor is done so the record farm opened April third mm-hmm. and then bonus pints uh, and we put up it so it's it's one big free flowing deal uh, the way that the record farm is connected to bonus pints is like uh, two half walls. And then a big, like, 10-foot walk-through space. But once the record farm opened, we still had about three months before we opened Bonus Pines. So we built a temporary wall. 
and then we finished the construction in the back two-thirds, which was pints, and then it opened July 10th, and uh, I had like a classic country pedal steel band play called Horse Tank. I had uh, Brother O' Brother played second, and then the headliner was uh, Punk Till I Die alumni uh, Adam Gundram and his heavy hex. Good old Adam. With a full, so with he, a full, with a full band, right? Uh, dude, it's phenomenal, man. In fact, mm. Friday, October 29th, I've got Adam Gundram and his heavy hex playing, and then Lung from Louisville, Kentucky coming up to play as well, and that'll be a huge show. Like, Gundram live, man, with a full band, distorted. It's incredible. And then for some dumb reason during his set, they asked me to get up and do... Uh, Oh, fucking Misfits song. Um, ah. Where Eagles Dead. Okay. Nice. Cool. Yeah. And there's a really cool video of that online. I should send it to you. It was it was cool, man. It, huh. it was so, well. So, yeah. So, they're they're both open now. So, I have to say, I mean, this is like yeah. it. This is Bobby's like it. He's playing this, in Chicago. Yeah, that's the same night, yeah. So, I mean, it's an adult dream come true, this. I mean, you know, if any of us could say, what do we want to do if we had all the money in the world? It would be, well, I'll open a bar and I'll also have a record store. And you and are you are doing it. You're fucking doing it, man. That's that's amazing. And congrats. And, and his wife cooked him some good food. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. I I, yeah, I just think guys. that's the coolest thing I ever. Hope, yeah. I hope you know, man. I, I Thank you very know, much. We wish you the wildest success over there, man. And eventually, we will come and join the party. So okay, so I'm at Sam at Sam at bonus points, bonus pints, right? And I've had 14 craft yep. beers. And I'm stumbling around. Yep. And I say, I need you to let me into the record firm because I need the, need the new Billie Eilish record. Can that happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you... it, yeah, I count on it. I count on it. Sales go up the more people drink. Well, oh, you will, so, you, but you will... will so you'll let people buy records all night long? Yeah, they're both open all night. Like, our record farm hours still say 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. But you can't. You, you just have to see. I'll text you a picture or something. Like, um, it's just a big free-flowing thing. So, like, a lot of times when people come into bonus points, they walk in through the record farm. Oh, no kidding. And well, yeah, I'll see if I got a picture on here, and I'll send it to the uh, the group feed here. Who there was who was who, who was some of the breweries that you have beer by? So I have uh, – oh, shit, man. We've had a ton because we, we're just going through them so fast. But right when we opened, um, around that same time, there was a guy in Logansport that was getting his distribution license. He'd been a brewer for a long time. His name is Russ Kinsey. Uh, pretty just kind of quiet, laid-back dude, but was like, you know, kind of on the down low, was just brewing some amazing beers, and he'd been doing it for a really long time. And other investors had tried to get Russ to go in and, like, open breweries. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to brew beer, and I'll just try to sell it to people. Well, he brought us in a stout that he makes. Oh, nice. Phenomenal. It's really good. So we were able to kind of add a little bit of legitimacy to us because three of our taps are a beer that's made about six blocks away, right here in Logansport. Hmm. So Logan Beer Works brews um, a couple exclusives for us. They do a white chocolate raspberry cream ale. Oh, dear. And then they do an orange vanilla cream ale for us. <laughs> and then we do a stout from them, and we do a lager from them quite often. But we've done, like, you know, local ones like Brokerage Brewing Company, People's Brewing Company, City Wine Works, 
Um, out of Michigan, we've done Old National or Old Nation, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, Old National. Yeah, it's out of the center of the state, Lansing area. Yeah, they make a killer, uh, real citrusy, dank um, a, IPA called yeah, uh, New England, M43. New England-style England IPA. You can almost chew it. It's, re- it's really good, man. And yeah. uh, there's a place called Hoplore. Um, we do Platform. I think pl- Platform's maybe in Cleveland. Um, I don't know, man, just a ton. There's just been a lot. And every Thursday night, we do a tap party where we tap a new keg of beer for the week. And I usually get uh, some sort of a musical act. But when you're doing this stuff rapid fire and you have to do it every week, I have tiptoed into this area that I hate and I'm trying to get out of it. And it's booking fucking acoustic music. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate acoustic music. So I've been telling them. I've kind of got a new edict where I'm like, can you please bring a drummer or a cajon or congas or something, man? Because I just for me personally, and they're very good. They're they're very good. I mean, there's a lot of good artists. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, and even mm. if it's even if it's two acoustic guitars and a banjo, or acoustic and a mandolin, but just a single guy and a guitar, man, just not my personal cup of tea. Because the playlist could be. You know, Maiden and Misfits and Wu Tang Clan, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, whoa, 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 turn it down, turn it down here. Here, everybody, listen. Here we go. You know, and this is like with a James Taylor. Guy. It's like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, all right, well, it's kind of. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna bring. I'm, I'm gonna bring this back down to earth with by playing a song. So now we'll do the Diamond Head song, you know. Just, okay. Uh, let's do an acoustic version of Diamond Heads. Am I evil? <laughs> Okay. I don't well, think that exists. I don't. I don't. You know what? Give me a give, give me a slight introduction to Diamond Head because I've never heard of them before. They were a new uh, new wave of British heavy metal band. Oh, they were. That, okay. That probably no one would have ever heard of except for Metallica covered a ton of their songs from their first album. Interesting. Which okay. was called Lightning to the Nations. Is that it, Matt? Am I right? Something like that. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I'll I'll look it up here. All right. So. Diamond. And that album was not that album was not super heavy, but it definitely influenced Metallica heavily. So, okay. yeah, let's do Diamond Head. Am I evil?
Okay, Diamond Head. Am I evil? So yeah, man, we got a kind of a metal thing going on here tonight, but that's cool. We're gonna get some. We're gonna get some real hate mail about that one. Yeah, because this. Well, not not from Mailman Mike. He probably loved it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's true. He likes carcass. Yeah. Um, so, what? what so, what was the song that Metallica covered by that punk band? My wife. No, sorry. We're the anti nowhere league. Oh, okay. What, oh what, yeah, yeah. What What did they do? Which one? So what? Metallica. So what? Okay. They did so what? Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. I had to sing in we, my head real quick. We played that on one of our offensive episodes, I'm sure. Yeah, we did. We did play. So Anti Nord yeah. League is like a like a staple of offensive punk rock. Yeah, it is totally. Yeah. But no, okay, what I was, there you go. What I was gonna say was, Mrs. Trauma absolutely loves two of the wineries very close to where Matt's at. One of them, I think, the one that was right. <laughs> old record farm was that yeah. people's. That's yeah, called People. It's a little confusing because there's a very established uh, brewery with distributorship in Lafayette called the called People's Brewery, and then in Logansport there's a long-standing winery. I mean, dude, they've been there probably 11 or 12 years, and they're called the People's Winery, not good affiliated fruit. at all. But yeah, that's good the fruit. one that good fruit wine. trauma would go to. Yes, yeah. and she also loves the Schnabeltier up up or Schnabeltier or whatever it is up in uh, Rochester. Okay, so so we do carry some Schnabeltier beers, and Schnabeltier makes uh, an alcohol-free, like a real root beer for us. So we have root beer on tap for, like, people that don't drink and then kids and stuff. Nice. Do you do one of those alcoholic root beers? Because those those are crazy good. No, I don't have. Nope, they're just standard root beer. Just a way to sort of get, you know, teenagers and children used to the idea of buying pints and leaving tips. Oh, good. Uh, oh, good. Get, to, getting them started early. Nice. I like it. Like your style. Yeah, for a life of beer drinking. Yeah, yeah. I like your style. That's cool. So you're open, open for business. So if you're ever, ever, ever passing through Logansport, Indiana, make sure you stop by there because, man, it sounds like a blast. I have to say, man, you, my hat's off to you. Thanks, dude. We, we rotate the games, but right now I've got five pinball machines and probably... I don't know, 12 arcade games. And we usually keep about four of them on free play. Hmm. So that, if, you know, if you do want to bring some kids in and they just want to play games or whatever, you well, know, they can. So Kids these days don't know how to play pinball. What are you, crazy? That's, that's, that's way, no, too, no, en- that's no, way no, too energetic for them. Zero dollars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a weird, we have a loft above the kitchen area. So there's like this, we call it like a mezzanine because it's not quite the second floor, but it's not the first floor. It's basically a loft that's over the kitchen and the restrooms. And sometimes these fucking... I've been saying fucking a lot today. I'm sorry. I'm I think that's up, okay. I think, right. oh, yeah. I think that's fine. fucking teenagers will be up there, like 19 or 20. And mind you, there's like other teenage girls probably downstairs with their folks or whatever. And, and I remember going up to the mezzanine and there's these two teenage boys sitting at a table together watching fucking YouTube clips, oh, yeah. not talking to each other. And I'm like, the fuck, man? I like was watching their table. Like, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean, man? I'm watching YouTube. I'm like, it's fucking Friday night. You two are staring at little televisions in public. Like, they're fucking living down there, dude. Like, go down there and talk to your classmates and shit. Um, uh, we're okay. Like, ah, dude, whatever. <laughs> you fucking That's wasted, wasted generation. Civilization. Well, I, I try. I mean, this has been a, an interesting. Goes down. People quit making kids totally because they're watching their phones. But yeah. I, I 
try to not let my kids fuck with my phone at all. Now, don't get me wrong. If we're in a restaurant, especially when they were little, and they start acting up, I mean, you throw, you know, whatever it was that they were into, Mickey Mouse Club or something, throw that on YouTube and lean it against a salt pepper shaker, that'll reel them in. I'm not saying I'm not above that. But, like, just to sit here in public and stare at the goddamn phone for two hours. Yeah, when, you're, when, you're 18, 19, when you're 18, 19, 20, you're, spo- you're supposed to be out getting laid, you pricks. Yeah. God. At least when Neil's staring at his phone, you know he's trying to hook up with chicks. He's on <laughs> exactly. He's sending. He's, he's sending unsolicited. Dick, he's, he's sending unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> he's on tonguechickfromlogansport.com. How do you how, how do you know they're unsolicited, you bastard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't so, me like that. Hey, so sticking with the kidnapped. So you. So failure records and tapes, continuing with the heavy metal thread, failure records and tapes has been a sponsor now of the Full Terror Assault for quite a few years, right? Yeah, it's, I think it's in its, we just finished year six, and Willie and I got involved year number two, so we've been there for five years. you got to explain to Neil what this is. I have a pretty good idea what it is. But because I've seen some videos from the early ones, and they've been known to get some really, really killer bands. They, they do. They, they. I know very, that Neil very genteel. <laughs> I know that Neil doesn't give a shit about metal. No, but it would be interesting to try to convey to you like the popularity or like the size of some of these bands. Like, like I don't think I'm. I don't know, it'd be hard to say, like, you know, Exodus is like the, you know, Pennywise or or Rancid-sized band. or You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to, like, yeah. convey their popularity and their size and how many albums. For Thrash. Are. But in the world of heavy metal, dude, they have had, I mean, um, you know, Napalm Death, Obituary, Overkill, Venom, Exodus, Death Angel. Death Angel. Of, lots of Thrash. Yeah, I mean, big, bigger bands, you know, and it just, I won't say the festival can't get over the hump. I will say that every year it's just twelve or 1,500 people, and that's about it. And where about this? Uh, where about this? That, that may be what makes it, that, that may be what makes it so cool. It's in Southern Illinois at a place called Cave in Rock, and uh, it's actually where they, all the most infamous, uh, pretty kind of like legendary, infamous, nasty, deplorable gathering of the juggalo stuff took place. So which, uh, which, which town in Southern Illinois, do you know? The the town is called cave in rock. It's really small town in Southern Illinois. And it's at a privately owned campground called hog rock. This just sounds like a fucking nightmare. I'll be honest. Camping, heavy metal. It's a recipe for disaster right there. It's just horrible. Uh, Neil, I, 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 I would assume if you were to just go some year as you ne- get nearer and nearer the festival, and when you're finally within like a quarter mile and you lose cell phone service, yeah, which will be gone for three days, you will lose cell phone service for three days, and you're on that last gravel road, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna get you, you would you get freaked out? You'd be like, fuck this, turn them around. I am not going in here. So does it's, Mrs. Swisher a, come with you, Matt, or is this a guy's trip? No, she used to go. I think, let's see, we've done it five years. She used to vend food there. 
Um, oh, okay. She took a food trailer probably three times, but this year she had a giant wedding to do, and see, she had a big wedding, and this sounds this sounds fucked up. This is a kind of a funny story too. She had a big wedding, so I had to come back on Saturday for the to be at Bonus Pines because she had to cater this big wedding, and a state senator had rented out the mezzanine, the loft of our of Bonus Pines. He'd want to have a private party there, and no for kidding. some weird for some weird reason, I didn't really even know him very well, but for some weird reason, he, like when they were all done, and it's like these politicians and. Uh, uh, Republican politicians or something, I think. And they wanted to get a picture with Katya and I because we were the owners. And uh, Katya, is, <laughs> Katya is wearing a weed eater shirt, and I'm wearing my brand new from Full Terror Salt Necrophagia shirt, which is like this zombie like eating these people's face off. And, I mean, I, I'm, here we are just bookending all these politicians, like giving them a thumbs up, like, yay. <laughs> I don't know what the picture was about. If that was them saying, "Hey, well, look, we shop local or something," but there, that but that's anyway, the picture, that's the picture they're going to use to like for credibility later on. Look how hip we are. Look how open-minded we are. Yeah, look at this. Where is this four-year-old fat guy in his necrophagia shirt? Look how <laughs> hip we are. So, um, so of course, Matt, the viral video going around. So you weren't there for that. Yes. Hold on. Explain again, Tom. You, no. we, we lost you there. The viral video of what? The viral there was... video going around is a golf cart circle pit. Okay. Have you seen this thing? It's, I, it's, I it's, have not, funnily enough. You talk no. about a recipe for disaster. This looks like an ocean nightmare, dudes. <laughs> There's golf carts uh, going around fairly slowly, and people are climbing all over them and running around them. So it's literally a, a mosh pit with golf carts in it. I mean, I can't believe somebody didn't get killed, honestly. Yeah, because you the campground is huge, man. Like they they truly say, I think it's I don't want to say how many acres it is, but I know they can accommodate like twenty thousand people. The place is enormous. So if you camp far enough away, you you pick wherever you want to camp. So some people park far enough away, you can rent golf carts. Um, so you'd have guys that would like drive their golf carts down to the concert, and I guess Gary Holt had. The, the guitar player for Exodus had made a comment over the, uh, you know, the PA and said, I want to see those golf carts in the mosh pit. And then Zetro, the lead singer, several songs later says, all right, let's see a golf cart circle pit. And, you know, after three days of drinking and partying and you're the last band of the weekend and everybody was drunk, sure enough, they just started like, because the mosh pit's nonstop. These guys are like circle pitting, whether it's five guys or 65 guys there's generally a circle pit kind of going on the whole day and the golf carts like an off-ramp they just waited on the side and each one just sort of slowly got in in their own you know and they just like drove in a circle dude it's a lot of people were standing on top of them and jumping on top of them and, and dude, it was so, cool because so, so just this, to, this video might be viral neil just you can to find it, this video just, it was on metal it was on metal socks matt you finally got some coverage on metal socks just to metal introduce this for just to introduce this for everybody, how far south Illinois? There's basically, it's almost it's in the very, east. it's almost in the very southern tip of Illinois. It's closer to, Padu- uh, to yes. Paducah, Kentucky, than it is to Champaign in Illinois or something. It is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Wow. Yes, south of Evansville. Even. South yeah. of Evansville, yeah. I mean, it's south of St. Louis, for yes. God's sakes. This thing is ridiculous. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it, uh, it is, and dude, it's where they used to have those gathering of the juggalos. And I've talked to, so I've ended it. I've, I've, we've ended it like twice, and then I bought in with a little bit more money to become a stage sponsor. So if you go to the, you go there and you see the second stage, it's like the failure records and tape stage. They've got like our big zombie guy, shotgun and a beer and stuff, and they they let me curate a handful of the bands. So I've, I've picked like Bat and our. Uh, uh, Punk Till I Die alumni's Mobile Death Camp. Yep. Um, who else did I do? Uh, Weed Eater, um, Savage Master, Obscene. Hmm. But uh, but anyways, I want to tell you this part. So so I'm kind of friendly with the people that own it, and uh, definitely with the organizers. And I talked to them a few years ago about when they used to do the Gathering of the Juggalos, Neil, which is the ICP thing. Right, right, right. And, and they were doing it when like the ICP shit was at like its height. I mean, they were booking, like, like Guar. I think they booked a version of the Misfits, probably the Jerry Only Misfits. Like, that thing was really big about six or seven years ago, and they were getting huge bands. And one year, they had Charlie Sheen when he was on a shit show tour, when he was just all tweaked out. And these hillbillies from southern Illinois are, like, pointing over to this hill. And yeah, right there's the hill where Charlie Sheen landed his helicopter. Ah. And he just, he walked right up here on the stage and started talking to everybody about tiger blood. And <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, they've said, like, over the five or six years, the ICP rented it. There was, like, three or four deaths. And, See, after uh, after hearing they, this, they I, would like, after hearing this, I, no, think, no, I, think, I think we should split Illinois in half, and we can have, like, two different states, Southern Illinois and Northern <laughs> Illinois, and, uh, you know, the, the hillbillies can stay down there. I think that's good. <laughs> We don't want to need anything. But dude, I will say the the, the the metal crowd, the full terrorist crowd, is not like that at all. I mean, the next morning, it's on, well because it's so small. I mean, like I said, fifteen hundred people. It's still growing. Mm-hmm. Nothing like Riot Fest, but like, it's just people are picking up trash. People are cooking for each other because dude, you bring in all your own beer. You bring in all your own food, water, anything you want. Anything goes there. You bring it all in yourself. They yeah, do yeah. have ice, beer, and water on hand if you want to buy any. But it's true open-air festival, man. And, you know, oftentimes I would go to that and then go to Riot Fest a few weeks later. And, yeah, Riot Fest is probably bands more geared toward what I like, and it's bigger bands. But, man, I don't know. I think Riot Fest kind of fucking sucks. Oh, I agree. Riot Riot Fest blows. I agree uh, right there. Dude, we went and... I I thought it was awesome about ten years ago, but... I went to a, a festival on the west side of Maryland, Matt, a little DIY punk fest, and it reminded me how bad these corporate punk fests are. You know, the punk in Drublix and the Riot Fest and all that stuff. Yep. And probably punk rock bowling next Shh, weekend. Don't say that, man. We're going to have fun, right? We're going to have fun. I've... No, we're going to have fun, no. dude. I got like, I already got two grand invested. We're going to have fun. <laughs> the, the, the COVID restrictions might be cumbersome at punk rock bowling because I've never been there with that. But, dude, no, punk rock yeah, bowling is small enough that it has that feel you guys will like you will not wait in line for a beer longer than maybe 10 people in front of you and it goes quick i mean it's a small it's like in a block i mean they sell out tickets and there's only so many people to get in oh that's good that's good like, to know I because riot fest is, is fucking a joke. perfect yeah that's great I that's good to know yeah, riot fest hoard in as many cattle as you can fuck the trash pile all the trash up over here in a fucking corner uh Get all their fucking money. Everybody get in line for your sixty dollars t shirts. Like, it, I don't know. The last two times I was at Riot Fest, it just sucked, man. It was just 
Yeah. Oh, uh, I went on a Friday night, and, and it had to be very quiet on Friday because it moved to a new park. Yes, and I did. took my 10-year-old, oh, he's probably nine at the time, and he really wanted to see Cox Bar. So we waited in the front for Cox Bar. And when the band started, they were so fucking quiet hmm. that I felt guilty singing England Belongs to Me or something because <laughs> I was, like, louder than the fucking band. Yeah, yeah. It was just <laughs> fucked up, man. And there we go. I am well, cussing a lot tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna sag again, and we're gonna play another heavy metal song to irritate people. Well, you're not but gonna, you need to. You're not gonna sag to me. You need to no, because I want to play the song that they that Exodus played that they were doing the golf cart moshing to. All right. You have to see this thing, Neil. You must look this up. I I can't encourage people enough to look this up. It's the most amazing hillbilly, fun-looking, danger. So Gary what song Hall were they playing when that big mosh pit was going on with the golf? They were playing Toxic Waltz. Yes. From their and classic. Gary Holt said it's not a festival, it's an oversized keg party. There you go. It's from their great 19, I think, 89 album, Fabulous Wal- uh, Fabulous Disaster. I think this album was probably like their commercial peak. So let's yeah, do it. Neil. I totally You'll love agree. it. You'll right. love it. So Exodus, Exodus. with Toxic, Toxic Waltz. Okay. Yeah. 
liked Exodus Toxic Waltz. I'm sure I won't, but that's fine. Everybody. So you will definitely get hate mail. <laughs> let's, okay, let's let's talk about failure records and tapes because like in 2019, you were super busy and, and you really haven't done much for the last couple of years. Now, I assume a lot of that's because you were refet, refurbishing the building, working your balls off. Yeah, it kind of um, it wasn't on purpose, but I didn't have anything in the hopper for 2020. I don't. Oh no! I put out. Um, we put out um, the reissue of Live No Time for Tuning. Right. I think it was nineteen. Twenty twenty. Was that twenty twenty? Okay. End of nineteen, beginning of twenty twenty. We put that out. I guess. No, it was. It was early twenty twenty. Okay. It, it I was thinking you have everyone was on a. Everyone was on pandemic, so I sold a shitload of those, and. Sloppy got their copies, so now, you know, now when Sloppy goes out on these tour dates, they're they're finally able to move their copies. But um, I didn't do anything for the rest of 2020. I didn't have anything scheduled. What was that? Sloppy's Sloppy's pretty well stocked for records at their shows right now. They have the they have the live album and they have destroyed and endless bummer both the detour presses so yeah and i think they still have the, they might have some joey ramon singles left so they got a pretty good nice selection of vinyl when you see them live yeah they it, it worked out i mean the covid thing sucked but it worked out well that when they did go back out they had their records and i didn't put anything else out in 2020 and I only have, and you're right, I got really busy and was kind of like, man, I'm glad I don't have anything right now because I just have too much shit going on. But um, I did get confirmation that I announced with you guys last time I was on. that the Yeah, career, we, were all ex- we were all excited that, about that Yeah, a year ago, right? Well, and I don't want to say too much about it because I, I don't know if I said it on the last one, and it's Joe's, it's Joe's story to tell. But it's, it's, I, I will say that uh, it's finally finished. I haven't gotten my mastered copy from Joe yet, from Joe Queer to uh, send out to to um, get pressed. But it's, if we follow through with it, it's a two-sided picture disc. Sloppy Seconds has a remastered version of an old classic on one side with really kind of fun throwback, I'd say like 1960s kind of artwork. And then the Queers did a very off-the-wall uh, cover that, it's, it's an awesome fucking cover, but it's just not what you'd expect from a punk band. And theirs has kind of like an 80s vibe to their artwork. And Joe had a lot of, uh, the band that they covered had a lot of uh, interest from other other people that got involved that were like in much bigger bands. And it was cool. It kind of got a lot of legs. So hopefully those <laughs> bigger bands that got involved with Joe won't be afraid to sign off on it and say like, hey, man, we did this with Joe. You know, and this is great because oftentimes people will avoid Joe because of 
you know, political correctness or whatever. Although yeah. the guy, like, fucking waves the fuck all zombies, or fuck all zombies, fuck all Nazis flag like anybody else. But Well, um, I mean, you, you had talked about this on our show probably a year and a half ago. And the funny thing is, the queers have done, like, numerous... 45 since then, right, Tom? Haven't they done two? Well, no, they've they've done, done an album? They've done two full-length albums. Yeah, they've done two full-length albums. Full <laughs> so, so come on, yeah, come on, Matt. Come on, Matt, pull your dude, finger out, man. Song, they, dude, this one song they did for me, like, I'm seriously, dude, Joe is, like, laboring over this. And I, I can say this because he fucking cares. Like, I think the, the two members of two bands that got involved, I know one of them is, like, the dude from the, the band uh, Band of Horses is like involved because he's a huge fan of this band that they covered and then uh this part i might fuck up maybe like like yellow card or something oh my like god old emo kind of like band? band yeah like these pe- I, I, I may let me i'll dig through the email here i know band of horses is one of them for sure and uh they're like really into this i guess they're at the same studio i don't fucking know but they're, they're involved and the thing is we don't know if they'll want to sign off on it publicly or not you know, and so, so so in case so, people come to their house with torches or something. Should I so know who Band of Horses are? Be a pretty... Should I know them? I don't really know. Uh, really I've heard of them, but... No, kind of like a big, um, uh, just like a big alternative band, I guess, would be the way to really dumb it down. See, it's, mean... it's, it's funny you say that because I look at this photograph. I just looked them up. I looked at this photograph of them. I don't know what it's an alternative to because it looks like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young from 1972. They've all got beards and, yeah, they all look, and they all look like they're from the Confederacy from the Civil War. So I don't know what that's an alternative to. <laughs> it's an alternative to good music, think... Neil. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. I think they borrow, they borrow from a lot of that like uh, Americana kind of vibe. So yeah, so the Confederates sound great. Like Mumford and Sons kind of thing. <laughs> oh, right? Jesus Christ. Break my hands, please. Oh, God. <laughs> Good Lord. But is, is so you're, I assume this is going to be a pretty limited release, Matt. Is this going to be a 500 release again, or are you going to sell a million of these? Uh, and I think is we're going to do a thousand, actually. No, I do think we're nice. going to do a thousand, though. Oh, good. So, it, what, But when is this actually going to see the light of day, you think? 2025. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. It's done, and Joe was talking to me the other day about how it needed to be mastered, and I said, I really don't care. Like, I did, It didn't matter to me. I was not that particular. So he's done. He's getting it mastered. I'm kind of reading some old emails now. Well, do, well, doesn't, um, well isn't vinyl taking a year to get pressed these days? Literally? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It could, you know, it, it could really take some time. So 2023, maybe we'll all be dead by then. By the time this comes out, I do. I think I, I think I told you guys this. Um, I think you guys already knew it. I think at PRB, I think somewhere maybe. What's that? Um, the que- the queers are definitely playing PRB. We talked about that, right? Well, the queers are playing. Yeah, definitely. We talked about the we. I think someone I keeps that other thing we turning off his microphone. It didn't come through. <laughs> yeah, and I well, can't we talked. The other Neil, thing is, is not supposed to be public, or it was like a secret. I'm not sure. I'm trying not to fucking. It was not. It's but. not public. If it's happening, it's definitely the secret show. But I wonder if it's happening at all. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, I'm not gonna say anything because, yeah, that is like a secret show, and if y'all can make that, that would be 
That'd oh, dang. Is that, is that what the secret show is going to be? Oh, we can't talk about it. Sorry to tickle your asses with a feather. But but when, hold on. What's the secret no, show? Hang on, about? hang on. I'm sending it to the group feed. We talked about it, Neil. We'll talk about it off the air. No, but I thought they were talking about yeah. that, that being like at one of the pool parties or something. And it's clearly not one of the pool well, parties. Well, that's what I was hoping. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was kind of hoping it would be, but yeah. it would be great pool music. Instead, we got... I sent you a picture of uh, bonus pints. And then that, Dude, I, I, you know, you know what? I, I want to I talk to you about this a second. You sent us just a picture of, of yeah. bonus pints. So it's people drinking beers and stuff. And then there's like pinball tables. And again, we're just talking about the younger generation. There's a kid at a... Looks like he's playing Galag- uh, Galaxians or Galaga or something. And he's, yeah, it's Galaga. Yep, I'm and, he, at it. and he's sitting on a stool. What's going on with this? You're supposed to stand there for he's hours until, you, until your legs go numb. That's, that's the whole point, right? He's tired, man. I guess he's tired carrying his phone. Look at his phone all day. So he's he's sitting, he's sitting there playing Galaga. Meanwhile, there's all kinds of old people with beards drinking beer. That's the way it's supposed to be. Do you see like if you zoom in now, you see where the record farms out there in the front? I do. So uh, yeah, and it's called Showbiz Pizza Place. What is that about? No, Showbiz Pizza. That's just an old nostalgic sign. I was, I was, I was, I was gonna say, are you gonna have that animatronic bear like like trying to molest kids? No, but <laughs> oh, that was creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Michael Jackson. It was Michael Jackson dressed up as a fucking bear. You could put those. You could put any CD you want in there. You could have that thing play Misfits, like that creepy band. <laughs> I, that's there used to be a Showbiz Pizza in Logansport years ago, and that's the sign from the Showbiz Pizza. Amazing. My buddy's dad was like a cook there when they mothballed the place, and he went back late at night after they all got fired. You know, they shut it down. He went back and he stole the sign. And he kept it in his garage for like 35 years, and he fucking brought it in like right when we were opening. Love it. It's sweet you didn't oh, have the man, animatronic cool. bear. That would have been cool. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. Neil, do you need to play a song now? Um, I can do both of mine at the end if you want. I... Because what I was going to say was, I was going to do this late lead into your to your last song now, Tom. I was going to say, yeah. so which is going to come first? Is it going to be... Failure Records and Tapes putting out this Queers uh, single? Or is it going to be Social Distortion putting out their new album? What do we think? Should we take bets? I I, I think... would... Unless Mike Ness has his shit mastered, I would say I'll probably be him. I don't know. You guys know better about that shit than I do. What are the odds of Failure Records and Tape putting out a Social Distortion album? Oh, yeah, that would be a good one. Zero. Too. I yeah. am way too fucking small for him. He wouldn't even... What if, what if it was a... What if it was a split, one side social distortion, because you have that split series, of course, and the other side, the animatronic band from Show. <laughs> or. Rock a Fire Explosion or something, I think, was that band from Showbiz Pizza. <laughs> well, you know what? You know you know who's looking for a new label? Is uh, is my boy Morrissey. Morrissey. Morrissey's looking yes. for a new label. Yes. So there you go. Failure Records and Tapes put out the next Morrissey album, Bonfire of Teenagers. It think... fits in perfectly. That's the name of the album, Bonfire I of Teenagers. Think... I don't. I don't think Mike Ness or Morrissey would answer any email that ever came from me. <laughs> you never know. Uh, you never know. You Only... never know. Morrissey is burning enough bridges, Matt. He... Yeah. 
And if your wife can make a good vegan sandwich, he'll you be fucking all over it. But, yeah, I could put out. There I could go. put out a Morrissey Toby Keith split record. They both have the same political views. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have much of a crossover audience, though. Yeah, oh, you never know. No. You never know. No. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. All never right. Know. So you're gonna. So, so what were you doing, Neil? You were making an introduction. Well, I thought. To, I thought. Oh, I thought with that with that social D walk in, you could actually play your your um hymn to Matt, your your love song to Matt, yes. right? Because Matt loves social D so much. So Matt's. I don't. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Would you say you're 40, Matt? Do what? But he, uh, he you, you, are you 40, did you say? I just turned 40 about a month ago, yes. Well, happy birthday, dude. I'm sure I didn't notice. Thank you, man. I don't yes. pay attention. No, you didn't say But Matt doesn't like social distortion, and we sort of joke about it in our little group sometimes. So I thought I'd serenade him with a little ball and chain. So this is social distortion from their amazing... Self-titled 1990 album with Ball and Chain.
Social D there with Ball and Chain. And it's funny, actually, that was, even though that's probably one of their best-known songs outside of that Johnny Cash cover, Ring of Fire. Um, it's actually one of my least favorite Social D songs. Oh, how, how, how about it. you, Tom? Oh, you do? See, I... I and, the, I you do. know, and he's done it with a banjo. Wasn't he's there, done it fucking acoustic. Was one on that album? Another one on that album called uh, Story of My Life? Oh, yeah. Yep. That was a hit, too. That was a big I, hit. I like, I like that one. That's, my, like that's, that album. that's one of my favorite Social D songs, as a matter of fact. Yeah. I absolutely fucking love that song. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. It's just I try to get in the rest of it. Just you know, it's just me. I'm not I'm not right. It's just sort of they all kind of feel the same to me. And oh, I'm sorry. He's not a 19 year old in a in a fucking farm in Southern Illinois dancing about in a golf cart. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, they all sound the same to me. And I just came from a three weekend festival where it was all like. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Yeah. Oh shit. Where are we going? Where are we going, Neil? Now I've totally lost my train of thought. Well, Tom, actually, actually, yeah. So, so punk rock bowling, Tom. So, do you know you're going to be able to go yet, or are you still on the on the on the fence? What do you think? Well, I'm actually going for a test tomorrow to make sure that I'm clear, and then I have to test at the airport. So I should be all right. Hopefully. You've been vaccinated, right, Neil? I have, yeah, yeah. I'm not like this rebel over yeah, here, Mister Trauma. Right? I have not, no. Yeah, Even if fine. I wanted to, I, no, I, it's, I, too late. Yeah, it's too late now. You, you could borrow my card. No, no. You know what? Punk rock bowling is not accepting paper cards. You have to actually sign up for an app and get all your stuff into this yeah. app. So that's the way they're doing it. So when we check in at the hotel on Thursday, the first thing we have to do is go and show this app or your negative test. And then they'll give you the first wristband that you get is the health wristband. <laughs> and then the yeah. second wristband we get staying at the hotel is the pool party wristband. And then the third wristband we get will be, I guess, the pass to the actual festival itself. So we're going to have so many wristbands, it's going to be ridiculous. The third wristband we get will be handcuffs. Yeah, I hope so. Sir, step away from the buffet. (laughs) (laughs) What were you asking? Did you guys get rooms at the Golden Nugget? 
No, we got no rooms at the, the uh, yeah, the downtown Grand where the whole where the whole thing is kicking off. I guess where the pool parties are. That's where the pool. That's where the pool parties are. So yep. I think the Nugget might have been sold out by because we kind of got into it late. Dude, I the, think Nugget might have been sold the, out. I don't know. That's why, I, and I'm glad to hear that it didn't really mean shit to you guys. I was way overthinking it, but I felt super guilty that Katya and I canceled because, like, if you go back into our group feed from whatever eight months ago, six months ago, I was like pushing you guys to go. Yeah, you son you of a bitch. You guys gotta go. It's the best <laughs> fest. It's small. You gotta get tickets at the, you know, get. I mean, not get tickets, but get hotel rooms at the uh, Gold Nugget. And then you guys all got tickets, and like a month later, I'm like, I don't think I'm going. <laughs> so what's what's special about the Golden Nugget? I've never been to Vegas, so I don't know. It's it's within walking, like I mean, everything's within walking distance, but the Gold Nuggets, like, uh, probably almost like adjacent to the festival, and it's like right there, like you can walk out of the gold nugget and you're literally you can see the festival and when i stayed at the gold nugget last year just and i don't mean like way or far away i mean in fucking line with these people or shaking their hands or talking to them definitely all the descendants all the vandals um uh, tony from uh, adolescence the Dudes from Iron Reagan, Sloppy Seconds. I don't think anybody from Ransom, but all these guys are like in that hotel. Oh, okay, cool. And I don't yeah. mean like I saw them from a ways away. I mean, we they were all like, you shake their hand or you're standing near the bar with them. Like, it was fucking super cool, man. <laughs> um, the, the, so most of the artists stay at that hotel. I, at least they did last time I went. Well, it, it, it seems to me, I mean, Punk Rock Bowling was selling, I mean, they were pimping rooms at the ho- at the hotel we're staying at, Tom, right? That was the one that they were that they were talking about. Tom. Both were on the list, but the Gold Nugget, I think, sold out. Oh, okay, gotcha. First. Yeah, oh, so in that case, we didn't even see that one because it had sold out already. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, I well, think and the I, Grand, I, the Grand has an awesome, if it's the right, if it's the same hotel, I think it is. It has an awesome pool on the roof. Yeah, that's the one with the pool and parties at. I think stage right? and shit. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. where I saw a sloppy seconds pool party. Yeah. Well, so. and that was part of the motivation too. Was you get you get early entry to the pool parties if right. you stay at that hotel. So. Your wife will dig the pool parties. I don't know that they're, they're going to want to get in the actual pool, but like just kind of you know sit in a lounge chair, soak up the sun, drink some fancy drinks, and watch some punk bands. Have you seen the weather forecast? Tom, have you seen the weather forecast? Yeah, it's supposed to be a balmy 100 degrees. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It's going to be, uh, we're going to be fucking sizzled oh, after being fuck. in the sun for like eight hours. My pasty English really? friend, you better bring some serious sunscreen. Actually, I, I, I tan reasonably well, dude. I actually do. So, But I'm with, you know, I'm going to have to wear a hat or something, for fuck's sake. But, you know, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how this, well, you are too, man, with that big bald dome of yours. You Shit. You and Scott. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, like a, it's like a sun magnet. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, talking about that, talking about that, did you see um, the short video that our friend Richard White put up? He went to see Coxborough last weekend somewhere in England in Nottingham, I think. Did you Did you see the short video that he put up of that? I don't think I did. I there don't were, know if I watched it or not. Dude, there was so many bald heads. It was like the sun was like reflecting off them. It was crazy. Like there was not there was nobody with any hair in the entire place. <laughs> and I couldn't tell if it was skinheads or whether it was just older bald guys. I think probably the latter, you know. It was pretty funny, though. Aren't they the same thing? Uh, well, they're just younger. Younger bald guys versus older bald guys, right? Right. Yeah. So, 
So, Matt, we're not going to see a Punk Rock Bowling. Are you going to be in Indianapolis to see Sloppy Seconds on the 30th of October? Yes. We are going to – we have told ourselves that uh, since I have – we have Lung and uh, Adam Gunderman is Heavy Hex on Friday night. We think that will be our big night for the weekend. Saturday night, uh, the 30th, we're going to leave it to the staff. And I think myself, my wife, and then I think we're going to take both kids and uh, go down to see it for sure. And, and it's not it's not the kid, me and my wife. Where, sure. Whereabouts is that one? That's the in Vogue, Indianapolis. Not the Vogue, it's with the uh, Old National Center is what it's called. Okay, so the ne- play in. Neil, you probably need to come down too, Neil, because I think we're going to have a little bit of a meetup with some people down there, so you probably should come down to that too. We'll figure it out as well, it gets closer. Well, they're doing Reggie's on the 29th, right? Yeah. Reggie's on the 29th and an Indy on the 30th, okay. Hmm. We'll see. I guess. Are they playing Milwaukee as well? Are they it, doing? Are they doing the X-ray arcade or anything? Yeah, but that's like a Monday night. Okay. The following Monday. Yeah, I thought they were doing. I thought I saw X-ray arcade on that list. So, okay. so Matt, I hate to bring it to you, but we are actually going to cheat on the record farm on the 29th because we've been invited to podcast from what's the name? Siren Records yeah, in McHenry, McHenry, McHenry Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy from uh, what cool. what Goldmine Records. Uh, no, what's it called? What's what what's the magazine called? Which is the magazine that writes about record stores. What's it called? Goldmine? Goldmine, yeah. Goldmine, yeah. Maybe yeah. we have to maybe we have to point him towards Logansport, you know? Yeah, dude, please. No, that's super cool, man. I like that you guys are doing that. Yeah, it should be it should be fun. He and uh, it's actually we're gonna have I think we're gonna have him on to talk about what we're gonna do. But he's got a bunch of like stuff to give away, and it sounds like it could be a really cool deal. There's a band that wants to play, so yeah, it, it's got the potential to be something don't, really cool. Don't so. tell anybody. It's almost like they think we're like a big deal or something instead of like well, and then it's just more disappointing when like seven people show up, right? Right. Like got this big. <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> At this rate, I figure everybody who shows up has a pretty good chance to win a so. 29th, Siren Records. Yeah, the 29th of, uh, 29th awesome, of October. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. we're going to see Sloppy Seconds that night, correct? Yep. Yeah. So what, 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 is, is Scott going to be with us? Is your big buddy Scott? Yes. Okay, so he can be our bouncer then. He can be our security. You think we're going to need a lot of crowd control? I think so, yeah. I think there'll be thousands of screaming girls. Exactly. <laughs> Without giving his exact address, where's Jake Pope from? He's from downstate Illinois, but not as downstate uh, as you he's are. Champaign area. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not as downstate okay. as Cape. Yeah, not as downstate as the fucking uh, Redneck Riviera down there where you were. <laughs> <laughs> I just I saw that he was at a couple different things in Indy, and I thought, man, is Jake from Indianapolis? I wasn't sure. So. No, we met we met up in Indy to go see Zero Boys, which was a lot of fun actually. Yeah. Um, I think he's less than two hours away, around two hours. Was BA so, at that? PA was at that. He sat right in front of us. As a matter of fact, I talked to him a bit. It was cool. I figured he would be. You guys ever think any more about getting As a matter of fact, I think Jake might come. Dude, you line it up. We'll have him on. It'll be the the sound will be horrible. He'll be like, "What? What? What?" Won't we'll be able to hear what we're saying. Together. Never gonna <laughs> don't, happen. Don't embarrass me in front of Steve Sloppy. How do we get worse? How do we get worse as we go? It's amazing, right? Hey, hey, what's like, I think we Hey, what's what? Hey, what's this we come with Kimo Sabi? It's your yeah, yeah, you. I, you're I, the tech guy. I yeah, I can't, I can't fix your shitty internet, bud. What's Neil's going the on? the tech guy. He's got to fix. You know what? It might be. He might be better. You know. So, you, 
you know what? Matt's got better sound in his truck. He's sitting in his truck on his phone. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe you can call do me that, on the phone. Neil. You know, it's not yeah. a bad idea, maybe actually. Just, yeah. Just call me on the phone. Yeah. So anyway, where were no, we? I will, we should play I, a if, song. If you want Steve Sloppy, dude, I, I will. I, I can line it up. He's a great talker, and he's got great stories for sure. Yeah. So I, like I said, I actually saw the guys from Sloppy. We all stayed at the same hotel in Maryland uh, last month. That was good fun. So oh, cool, dude. Yeah, it was it was it was real cool actually. That was a fun little festival, man, on the west side of Maryland. You guys have gotten some pretty big fest. I've already talked exclusively time, uh... about it, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Since the last time we since talked the... to you, man, it's it's been a while since we talked to you. But yeah, we've talked to some punk legends. Yeah. We've talked to uh, yeah, we've well, we've done yeah, pretty good. Have. Yeah, we've done. All it's right. funny because we're kind of it's like peaks and valleys, right? Like we'll go through a point where we have a bunch of bigger names. And like we haven't had a ton lately, and I've been. You're definitely sort of... in a valley right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bottom. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's always fun catching up with friends, and it's in. <laughs> Talking to somebody, so. Oh my god. Anyway, Ooh, play a, a song. Neil. Name drop a name drop a few of you. you. Had a sex pistol on here. We had Glenn Matlock on, on, yes. Yeah, dude, and he had Bobby Steele, right? We had Bobby Steele. No, we've... we didn't have Bobby Steele. We had, oh. no, we haven't had Bobby Steele. We had no, Steve we had... Zing from Dan. Steve Zing, that's it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. There you go. Yeah. And we had TV. Yeah, he had a lot of Bobby Steele stories. That's yeah, right. that's right. And we had TV Smith from Actually, the adverts, I do, I do Punk Legend. Have, I yep. do want to have Bobby Steele. Yep. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Bobby Steele. That would be good. Uh, yeah. All right, Neil, play a song. Okay, I am going to play, apropos of nothing, nothing to do with what we're talking about, I was thinking about 1979 this morning, so I'm going to play, because I was playing Stuff Little Fingers on the way into the into work this morning, first album, Inflammable Material, and I was remembering the first time I heard it and how blown away I was, um, and so I'm going to play from that album, I'm going to play Stuff Little Fingers, Wasted Life, here we go. <laughs> could be a soldier go out there and fight to save this land be a people soldier paramilitary god in hand I won't be a soldier I won't take no orders from the one stop them Story many times before 
fingers there with wasted life um it's funny uh, you know the second album was fantastic too the third album was great too and uh after that it's been kind of hit and miss but they never recovered that energy and um his voice on that first album jesus christ and that guitar sound i don't know it's just classic absolutely classic well, anyway maybe jake will come on with us sometime uh, i think the third one is any, have you ever the reached out to anybody um, I, he'd be he'd be actually one of my uh, my most wanted guests would be Jake, but I think I know other yeah. people who've reached out to him and he just doesn't respond. So, and the funny thing is, I think it would actually be fairly interesting because you know I'm from that way and moved over to the states in Chicago, yeah. and he's from Ireland, he's from Northern Ireland, obviously, and he moved over to, to the states and lives in Chicago. So, you know, our, our stories... That's, that's are, what I thought. Yeah, that, I mean, they're somewhat similar, so we could even talk about that if he didn't want to talk about music. But, um, I don't know, I've just heard that he doesn't really like to talk about stuff. I don't know. It would be an awesome get. I would love, I would love it if we could get Jake Burns on the show. I would absolutely love it. Yeah, float him an email. I mean, once he hears this and hears how good Tom sounds on here, <laughs> he's going to be all about it, man. He's going to be like, what? what? Is this the Tonight Show? Yeah, I'm fucking in, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, I guess he, he owns a bar, too, in Tom's Chicago. yelling right? at me right now, but he's dropped out. We can't hear him. Yeah, Tom's, like, fucking screaming at you, man. You just can't hear him. Tom, are you there still? <laughs> Tom. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. Did he did he disappear completely? Oh, that's fucking great. Well, anyway, that maybe maybe he's getting a beer or something like that. Um so oh, yeah. So stiff great. stiff little fingers, there you go. So um so anyway, so are you are you done with your fucking monopoly of Logan sport or are you doing anything else? Do you have anything else big planned? No, man, it's not not a monopoly. You guys are way over fucking selling. But hey, I've been I've been to Lo I've been um, to Logansport, man. That was that was a, it's a pretty small town right there. Well, it, no, it looks like it used to be bigger because like where, where where my hotel was, there was like that like strip yeah. mall or something. It was like a wasted mall, like a ghost mall, right? Just a bit further down that main road yep. down there. So it used to be a big yeah, town, right. obviously, right? Yeah, I did. It, I think it. I couldn't tell you population used to be. I know right now it's hovered around 20,000 for, for quite a while. Okay. But, uh, 
Um, no, it's, it's definitely on an upswing, man. Like, uh, actually, a guy from Chicago purchased that mall in the last year, and they've kind of demoed about half of it to kind of turn it into, like, a more modern exterior strip mall. That's, you know, yeah, they're the doing that a lot around here, mall yeah. It's kind of a dead thing. Yeah, yep, so, yep. So, you know, that's happening. And then in the downtown, uh, it's becoming pretty walkable. There's a, a coffee shop called black dog that serves uh really good coffee obviously but they they have craft beer there's a pretty long-standing italian restaurant there emilio's that has beer well where was that yeah where was that place that we went to where was that place we went to that was fantastic that was absolutely fantastic yeah 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 and that place has been there like 170 years or something it's been there forever Mm -hmm. and it's been called emilio's not all 170 years, but for probably the last 70, I think it's been called Emilio's. I, I don't know, but yeah, it's 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 getting there. It's uh, so don't tell me, Matt. Don't tell me, Matt. You're gonna buy Emilio's and just rename it to Matt's, right? No, Matty-o's. I'm not. I'm done. <laughs> Matty-o's. Matty-o's. <laughs> yeah. no, we're done. There's gonna be a few businesses that probably plug into the second floor of. Uh, a bonus pints. I'd like to put like a crash pad on the third floor. Um, like if you guys came down to do the podcast or something, I'd have a place for people to stay or bands need a place to stay. Um, I had a graffiti artist come down over the weekend to kind of actually tag our back wall of our building with a bunch of uh, punk rock stencils he'd made. He made a BA, Clown of his Presley, Milo, Joey Ramone, Herman Munster, made a bunch of uh, stencils and was like spray painting him, but why, why I'm saying that is I had to get him a hotel room. Dude, we'll so give you we'll give you a, we'll give you a pad up here. We'll give you five bucks to let to make him do a punctualized eye stencil. There you go. Oh, <laughs> dude, I'll, I'll just do that anyway. I like, uh, do it under the cartoon yeah. logo. Yeah, oh, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know what? That's, think... The next next year's T-shirts will have the caricature logo on them. I think we'll I think, break. We'll. we'll I, I like that. I think we've kind of lost touch with yeah. that guy, though. That, that guy that did that for us? I can't nah, remember his he name. Hooked us up, he hooked us up with the guy who did who printed the T-shirts, didn't he? He did, but we haven't. I haven't heard from him since, though. You oh, know we got his I mean? email. We can, we can reach out to him. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's all good. Yeah, and like I say, let me pump the T-shirts again. The T-shirts turned out great. And, uh, you know, I'm super psyched on those. So, and, and I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some more there because those people were fantastic. I think it was like on-point on promotions, I think. And they did fantastic work. And supposedly they're out of a barbershop, which is kind of interesting too. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That is cool. Yeah, I'm super. I'm he super did them, runs a little record label. So maybe we'll have to have him out to talk about his, talk about his record label. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. On-point press. Yeah, those guys, those guys are awesome. So anyway, okay. with that. So, uh, so yeah. So, when are, when are we going to see you again, mate? I don't know, man. I wish it was PRB. I really wish I was going out there. Um, I don't know sometime you guys want to come down here or if I get up to Chicago for something. I'm trying to think of last time I came to Chicago. Um, fuck, I don't even know. I, no, hang on. Hang on. I did. What did We're going to see him in Indy, Neil. We already determined that. We're going to see him in Indy. Well, I'm going to see him in Indy, but you should come down, too. Yeah, we'll what see, man. Go to Chicago? We'll see. How far are you from me? I saw GNR the other day, Tom. I saw GNR at Lucas Oil Stadium the other day. Sorry. How far are <laughs> you from me, Matt? Oh, maybe an hour and a half north. 
So you're like, see, because that's like one of the distance where you're tempted to drive home. See, everything for me is like three hours. So I just, I stay, you know, I just go and stay. I can't, I can't be driving home. It's too far. I'm too old. Oh, I like totally to, get it. I like to drink beer. Lots of it. No, I, I, I totally get it, man. Um, uh, I would say actually we're probably more like an hour 45 north of Indy, but that's why I prefer to go to shows in South Bend. Uh, yeah, but they don't I have get home from yeah. South Bend in about an hour. But there's so. nothing big in South Bend. You know, there's no big arena there, is there? I mean, where the fo- they they I mean, is no, that football there's stadium? No, there's no. There's no big arena, but there's a. I've probably talked about it before, but there's a great promoter in the South Bend area who's literally been at it for like 25 years. His name is Bill Finn, and he was in the urinal mints. And he books a lot of the same stuff up here that like a Greg would do down at the Melody. Mm, okay. So so he's. I mean, it's way, way, way longer of a list. But if, like, you know, he's the guy that would book. Like, he's booked Naked Ray Gun there in South Bend, and he's done, uh, uh, you know, the Queers and Sloppy Seconds. And I know the, the Dwarves. dwarves I know the Dwarves. And I always wanted to book that crazy show. Um, yeah, yep, that was Bill. All that shit that comes through DRI. Today's the day. I hate God. All, all kinds of, like, punk and heavy metal. He books in South Bend. Mast Intruder. Uh, the Lippies. There you go. There's a uh, okay. PTID alum done. There. Yeah, broke done up ag- again. Yeah. Done again. Thanks to what's her name. We, uh, yeah, that's right. Do they play at that? What? What's the What's the venue, Matt? That they play at up there? I, I've been to. It's in Mishawaka, right? The venue. Yep. Yep. It's in Mishawaka. And it's called Smith's Downtown. Smith's Downtown. That's right. I've been there. Yep. 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 Um, so you go to the second floor. And one time I went there and I saw. Uh, I know I'm your most metal guest ever but i saw today's the day and um i hate god there and when i was leaving at the end of the night i hate god was done and i walked downstairs i'm saying if you've been there you can kind of picture this time yep. Yep. as i'm walking out steve austin from today's the day is singing like david allen co karaoke to like ah. two old women <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing like you know i don't know I went and saw Today is the Day. I think they were headlining, but I can't remember. It might have been the middle of a bill at this little club by us called the Pyramid Scheme. And I talked to him mm-hmm. out in the parking lot for like 15 minutes. Just the nicest guy, honestly. Oh, he's fucking wonderful. I had, that's one of the things that got COVID canceled for me was uh, Today's the Day and um, Child, Child Bite, Bite were touring yeah. together. Yep, that would have been And cool. I was going to have Child Bite on the Record Farm Anniversary show. But Sean had to hop off of it because they got the Today's the Day tour. So, so tell so, me, Matt. Next spring, are you going to try to throw another? I mean, you have this nice venue now where you can have bands, but are you going to try to do a big one again at the State Theater? I mean, you do you think the big shows will come back next spring, or wh- where are you at right now on that? Are you too busy? No, no. In in Logan's sport, I mean, we're. I'll, I'll be very honest. I mean, I'm yes, I'm vaccinated, and like, like just recently. But I'm I'm vaccinated and um, you know I take it seriously, but I'm not super hung up on it. And I guess what I'm getting at is in Logansport, it's probably your pretty typical fucking small town because mm. there ain't a lot of masks being worn. <laughs> There's not a lot of COVID precautions happening necessarily. So in our town, I don't think like we've really missed a beat per se. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if, and even with this Delta thing that seems to be, I mean, obviously is brewing and stuff. Um, I just feel like the vaccination count is up. So maybe more people are just getting a shot, but that hasn't really changed much with us. I know the state theater is into its 80th season 
their 80th year of being there. And uh, they had a really big turnout the other night for like a, a big band, like a full orchestra. So we're kind of just humming along in our own little bubble, man, kind of doing our thing. Kind of the so kind of music, when, the kind of music that was popular when Neil was a kid. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. no, Neil was fine in his twenties. I'm hoping to but, catch some of that kind of thing in Vegas. That would be cool. There you go. Some Sinatra. When, it was cool that they had like the little, like they set in the little thing, like on the Lawrence Welk show each orchestra member had like his own little i don't know what the fuck you'd call that but like his own little decorative thing that they sit inside of and play their instrument like you like know clam cool. yeah but i don't know if i don't know if i would do the anniversary show i'd like to do well, it at the state theater because it's a big event for them and it's in march and i think shows in march and april they always bring out a good crowd and i don't want to do it outside and my place is it's big but it's not anything the size of the state theater so I don't know. Probably still do it state theater, maybe. Well, you say your place. Cool. What do you mean? What, what do you mean your place? You, you having bands actually like, in the bonus pints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a stage in the record farm. Okay. And then there's a set of speakers that hang in the farm, and then there's a set of speakers that hang in pints, and it's all the same mix. And it, uh, it's like, it's a kind of a nice venue to see a show. It's, like I said, it's a long rectangle. If you go to the back of the room, you can get up in the balcony the loft area you can kind of see you know over the top of everybody it's a good setup for bands the stage is akin to the melody tom like right when you walk in hmm, the okay. stage is to your right so what i mean how many people do you dare put in there like a hundred no you could probably get a uh you could try probably 150 maybe could squeeze in there hmm. Of course, you used to put like a hundred in the little record farm, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I definitely had sixty. Well, that's yeah, what that was, just... that was. The old store was three hundred and sixty square feet, and the new one's about a. Yeah, thousand. it's basically the size of a bedroom. Basically the size of a bedroom. Yeah. We pa- garage. Yeah. We certainly packed them in for our punk, uh, punk till I die uh, live show. We were packing them in. Exactly. Yeah, we were turning them exactly. away at the door. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. We were stacking them deep, yeah. man. So you you mentioned you mentioned Steve Austin before, and I was thinking, shit, you mean Stone Cold? Um, but talking of that, I know you're a wrestling fan. Oh man. no, here it comes. I'm gonna go to sleep now. Yeah, no, 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 dude, dude, this is highly entertaining. So, did you see um, the newest uh, the newest series of uh, shit? What's it called? What's that wrestling show called on Vice? Fuck. Oh, oh! Behind the, yeah. the behind, side of the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark side of the ring. Did you see? It was the. Oh, it was. I think it was. I think it was like the second season of the. I mean, well, I don't know. If it was the third season or what it was? But they had one of the plane ride from hell the other night. Did you happen to see that? Oh, it's back on. It's back on again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just started again, and so they did the plane ride no, from hell. I'm fucking doing that tonight. I'm doing that tonight, but I can't ever sign in the fucking vice. Because you know I'm out here in the middle of nowhere. I don't have a fucking cable provider. Dude, so you'll you'll so, Tom Tom and you'll, you'll even get a kick out of this because you know Ric Flair is right. So, <laughs> so 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 okay so cast you so, like so like a wounded animal Tom. Yeah, it kind of did actually. Maybe his mic cut out again. It's like woo. Yeah woo. Yeah. Um, so you know, Rick Rick Flair has been doing his thing since like the early '80s, right? And he was like styling and profiling, you know, banging all the girls, taking them to ride on Space Mountain, whatever, right? So fast forward 2002, and so he's he's probably pushing 50 if he's not in his 50s. And they were flying back. WWE was flying back from Europe, and the plane was delayed like six hours on the tarmac, 
And then, as you know, it's like a six-hour flight back from Europe. And so all the wrestlers were fucking hammered out of their minds. And so this it's called The Plane Ride from Hell. And apparently Ric Flair, who is known to be, I guess, incredibly well-endowed, I guess he was naked in nothing but a cape. And he does this thing where he like, where he like gyrates his hips and he makes, and he turns his penis into a helicopter apparently. And, uh, and apparently, apparently he was pushing himself on the, on the, uh, air hostesses. Cause this was a, you know, like a regular flight or whatever. And I, I don't know, man, it, yeah. it just sounded like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> just Matt, a Matt did the same thing. At the, <laughs> Matt did the same Matt, thing to you. Did the same thing at the last, uh, the last record farm birthday party, it's, Matt actually did that exact same thing. He, he did the helicopter again, nothing but a, nothing but a cape, exactly. nothing but an Elvis cape. So anyway, so I, yeah, you got to watch that, man. You got to watch it. And for some reason, that fucking idiot Tommy Dreamer came out and defended him, and now Tommy Dreamer's being canceled everywhere. <laughs> what? What is that? Is that the first episode? It's the well. It's it's like I think it was like the second season but they split it into like two parts or whatever and it was like a few months like a four month gap in between or something so yeah i know a, i totally agree with that this is the second half of the second, second season, season right yeah that. yeah you yeah you, you did is that better the than first I did. episode yeah it was the first episode yeah yeah okay yeah i dude i love those I, again i don't have vice so i have to like find bootlegs on the on youtube yeah because uh, vice only gives you like three free half hour or four three half hour things well, they, but but, uh, but this no, is I a, loved it, dude. I watched the Warrior one last, you know, the first half. I thought the Warrior one was great. The fucking Clash in Korea. I watched all those. The fucking Brian Pillman one was uh, was heartbreaking. Yeah, the Brian Pillman one was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah sad, sad that stuff. Anyway, sorry, Tom. I just thought that was funny because that Ric Flair story was just hysterical. Like, I think he had a flashback to the mid '80s, and he thought he was still in the mid '80s and he could get away with that shit. <laughs> Instead well, it's funny because you say oh. he was pushing fifty. Now he's pushing seventy. Yeah, and he's still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you ask Tom if he knew who Ric Flair was, and he made a woo noise, <laughs> the noise he made sounds like the noise that Neil makes every time Tom cuts out. Neil goes, <laughs> like a sad sound. Yeah. Ugh. Maybe we need like a sound effect that we could just put in there every time I cut out, like yeah. a like a like, <laughs> like a spring or something, yeah. like a, like a boner spring. Yeah. <laughs> a boner spring. Know. There you go. That's a good name for your band, Boner Spring. There you go. Yes. Yeah. That oh, seems like that, we actually, that we actually, actually had seems, a lot to cover that, today. So what have we learned we today, say, boys and girls? Seems like. That actually seems like the point where we make Neil play his last song yep. and say our goodbyes at nine o'clock when I haven't showered or had dinner yeah, yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, this seems like a pretty apt well, song, I was, actually. I was thinking when I was talking to Neil, we were waiting on you to hop on. I was like, I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. Then I was like, oh shit, we've got. Oh, that's not we've got a bonus pints. Bowling, we've got bonus pints. We got a bunch of stuff we got to catch up on. Bona pints, yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact, tomorrow when I'm at work, I'll be going, oh, shoot, I forgot to ask Matt about this. I forgot to ask Matt about that. I guarantee it. So that's right. Yeah. Neil, what is your last song? <laughs> well, my last song oh, is, very, is very apt. Um, Matt, had something, Matt had something he was going to say. Matt, I'm, come I'm, on, I'm man. Sorry. Spit it I'm out. Go ahead. Are we going out on the last song or are we going to talk after the song? Uh, we'll say we goodbye. Yeah, we'll say goodbye yes. after the last song. Yeah, yeah. So okay, um, then I'll this... wait. I want to say a very heartfelt goodbye, and I'm not going to do it yet. Yeah, so right. um, the last song seems kind of apt. So, you know, the band The Ruts, right? Um, everyone yep. knows Babylon's Burning mm-hmm. and stuff. But their first, sing- yeah. 
Yeah, their first single was uh, on an independent label called People's Unite, and the first single was called In a Rut, and that seems to be kind of apt right now. So this is The Ruts from their first single that brought them to people's attention and then they did the classic album The Crack and 
Then Malcolm drowned in a bathtub, and it was very sad. And we were all very upset. Oh, so, right. so there you go. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes, drugs and bathtubs don't mix, everybody. Nope. So if you're going to do heroin... If you're, gonna, if you're gonna do heroin, don't yeah. take a bath. That's the uh, that's the yeah, moral of the, the story. Yeah, bass player, the bass player for the New York Dolls. Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. If you want a thrill, what you need to do is put your golf cart in a circle pit. Yes. That's the new yes. drug. And, and, and buy and buy <laughs> a punct- that is a segue. Yeah, and buy and buy a <laughs> die T-shirt. That'll that'll do you too. Yes. Yes. We're, Neil and I are hoping to. We're hoping to break even on this batch. I know that seems really like a far-fetched thing, but I think we can do it. I think we can. Do I it. think we can do it too, Tom. I think uh, now, do you not have the? You said, do you not have two? A, I want a two X and a medium. Do you not have that left? Uh, the medium. Did you pull out anything anyone did? The medium. Well, it depends if these people that pre-ordered actually come through. The 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 two X will be fine. The medium might be tricky because I didn't have that many mediums made because we don't have very many small people in our audience. I guess. <laughs> do, do you have any smalls left? Oh my God, no. We only had one small, and that's that's long gone. Okay, what's so, the PayPal I'm sending this to? Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll let you know. We'll let you know what that is. We'll be we'll be we'll, well be doesn't in touch this help your listeners know how to send you money? Uh, I they they instant message me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give my well. I guess I could give my PayPal out all over the general air so people can nah, send me why money. You, why don't you? What, yeah, I was say why don't you? Well, I, but, yeah, I don't. yeah, I we'll, don't, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, me in the group. Either. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you our, off air. We'll do it. Yeah. Next thing you know, we'll be doing Patreon. Yes, and people will be wanting to send all their money to Neil because he's playing old punk songs, and none to me because I'm playing heavy metal songs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 Tom, Tom, you want to you want to know something crazy, mate? You you yeah. have you haven't cut out now for about fifteen minutes. This is like the clearest you've sounded all night. So maybe it's a time thing. Maybe my neighbor's no longer jacking off to whatever freaking high speed <laughs> porn he was watching. Maybe earlier. so, because ser- seriously, you haven't cut out since since you went to the bathroom or whatever. You haven't cut out once. So it's it's mm. yeah it's crazy. Maybe yeah. that's the key. maybe that's the key. Well, yeah. listen, I do apologize for these sound issues. It makes me insane. But the fact of the matter is, take a drink, everybody. The next time <laughs> Neil and I record, hopefully, if we have time in Vegas, we might we might do a oh we'll have face. Well, I don't know, dude. We'll Actually, have time to talk about that. We'll have time. We gotta talk about that because I don't know if you're gonna want to bring your microphone or whatever. So we'll talk about that. Oh, uh, we'll figure something out because yeah, my yeah. yeah we'll figure something out. You'll have time because I think, too, there's no pass-outs. And especially if it's 100 degrees, you might find yourselves in the hotel on the second or third day being like, eh, I'm not ready to go stand there all day yet. Yeah, maybe we'll wait till 4 so. o'clock to go back. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, I feel kind of yeah, bad. Maybe we... I feel kind of bad for some, for, like, for some of those bands that are coming on early because I think everybody's going to do that. I can't see people wanting to stand out in the sun for eight hours, you know, to see that whoever the, the first band is. The are probably pretty early. The dwarves are probably pretty yeah, early. Yeah, four or five o'clock. MVP Friday is, is really stacked. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, I hope I'm there. I'm, I, I feel pretty good about the fact that I'm going to be there. I had the, I'm pretty confident I had the vid at the end of last month. I'm uh, so I'm not too worried about testing positive, but we'll see. Crazy things happen. They say you can test positive for quite a while after you've had it. Oh, Jesus! So, hope not. We'll dude. see what happens. Yeah, that would be a drag if both Matt and you cancel, <laughs> and yeah, I end up going by myself. I'm meeting up because I'm meeting up with a bunch of people that. Oh no! He cut out. I, 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 t- I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. There it was. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I'm meeting up with a with some old punk news crew. I'm meeting up with a bunch of people 
who I think you'll enjoy meeting, but really, if it's not, if the, I'm not there to make the connection, it's probably not going to happen, you know? Oh, sure. So, yeah. well, so that's fine. If you're not there, the will be with a bunch of hot punk rock chicks. It doesn't matter. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah. He, he's, bring, he's bringing his daughter. Yeah. He can use her to lure in other young women. <laughs> what am I, a fucking, what am I, Gary Glitter? Jesus Christ. And on that note. Anyway. Uh, yeah, on that note, yes. yes. Thanks, thanks for coming on, Matt. We always enjoy having you. And I, I made the joke when Ricky came on last time. I said, well, we're going to have to have Matt again because, like, you and Ricky are, are like uh, – our at least once a year guests. Yes. So it was well, it was you. nice to catch up. I wish we could catch up drinking a pint at your new place, but I think we could probably do that before the year's over. So we'll 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 put our heads together and see what we can figure out. Yeah, that'll be cool. Man, you're you're both always welcome. If I get to Michigan time I'll let you know. If I get to Chicago Absolutely. meal I'll let you know. For sure. And I, I, awesome. I, I I truly I had guilt that I had dropped off on you guys for so long and gotten so busy. So thank you. For having me on, I uh, I uh, truly appreciate you guys' friendship, and I'm glad that the uh, podcast is going well. And if there's any ever any way I can help, man, just drop me a line. Thanks, man. Other than other than the technical aspect, if you could come here and troubleshoot my computer, man, <laughs> yes, that's what I yes. really need. If you could, if you could like take a look at Tom's PC and do something with it, <laughs> shoot it in the no, face. No, we, what I'd like to do is line you up with some more uh, maybe high-profile guests that Neil can talk to the entire Tom time, and Tom can drop out every fucking 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> and then, so the whole interview, like, let's say we get black from the dwarves, and the whole interview is, is, <laughs> is Neil, like, uncomfortably laughing and going, ooh. Yeah. Hey, by the way, did you see, Tom, Tom, did, did you see, I guess, I guess at the hotel we're staying at, they have some kind of lounge shows and like black dahlia yeah, is, is doing is doing what is doing a lounge show with some dude i'd never heard of before did you see that richard champagne or somebody yeah something like that something. yeah like dick champagne <laughs> it sounds like a fucking bad porno name doesn't it dick, dick champagne, dick champagne. <laughs> yes that might be kind of cool yeah 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 it could be yeah for sure we'll huh? see what happens yep I, I neil's gonna have to go to bed every night before the headliner even comes yeah, yeah. Forget those after-show things. That's so not happening for me, we'll buddy. See. That's not happening for me. Well, we'll see. I think I there's only one chance that only one chance that Neil has to make the headliners, and that is our old friend Cocaine. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Dude, you just, you just, you took those right out of my mouth. I was like, no matter what Tom says, I'm following up with or Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see what happens. But hey, man, everything right, you man. said to us. Everything you said to us, right back at you, buddy. We'll yep. uh, we'll catch up soon, and uh, always always good to catch up with you, man. Yep, I definitely want to come Hi, out man. to Bonus I'm... Pints. I want to come out to Bonus Pints, and I want to go to that crazy fucking garage of your house and see that like five thousand billion old records that you have in the stored away in that uh, in that <laughs> huge aircraft hangar of a garage of yours. <laughs> Help himself to another pile. Yeah, you guys definitely. got it. Yep. Um, I appreciate it, and I'm I'm shutting the phone off i'm turning my truck off and i'm going inside to crash out <laughs> yeah hope, good. hope we didn't have the gas turned on and you're fucking about to suffocate that wouldn't be good <laughs> yes <laughs> that's why i'm laughing so much yeah you go all right bye everybody keep a little mark in your heart later. yeah stay free and uh say it tom smell you later, smell you later. Yeah. bye